You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. So I'm here with Kelly Joy. Is your name actually Kelly Joy? Yeah, it's Kelly Joy. Well, McCallan's my maiden name, so it's Kelly Joy Leatherman. So in naming my business, it was really hard you know, it's really hard naming a business. And I came up with so many cheesy names at first. I even thought of like Happy Trails. And that's a horrible name because it's like uh, there was an old 50s, uh, I guess, uh, show of a cowboy and he was seeing like Happy Trails. And also it's like a hairline of some sort. So <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pick that name. So I thought, you know, better safe than sorry. Kelly Joy Films this is a really good uh, kind of rolls off the tongue. And, you know, it's my name and I'm the one leading it, so it seemed like a good fit. <laughs> Perfect. So, Kelly, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in video. So, I practiced with photography and videography in high school and college, and I really liked it, but I never thought that I could make a career out of it. And it wasn't until I was in this job that was just a, a soul-draining job uh, you know, no windows in the office. I was working for this corporation. Uh, they send me home to this laptop and I just do so much data entry and scheduling. It was just a boring, boring job. It wasn't feeding my soul. It didn't feel like that was the purpose, my life's purpose and what I was supposed to do for a career. But I, I was doing it because I needed a job. And I remember one day I was in Lowe's with my husband. I saw this sign that happiness was doing what you love to do. And I wanted to cry because I was not doing what I love to do. And I was just so sad. And so I went home and just really soul searched and, and, and thought about and prayed and was like, God, what, what am I good at doing? I need to find out what I'm good at doing, what I like to do. And I just picked up videography and started doing that more and more. And Steve was so sweet and such a, a supportive husband. And we got together and every night after work, we would watch videos to get better at videography together. We would watch creative lives. I would listen to podcasts about it. Education was always really big to me on um, getting better at the craft. So we really invested a lot in that and we really grew a lot from that. So, sorry, I know I just like went on a rabbit trail of a bunch of things there. But no, I yeah. didn't know all of that. And I was yeah. that, like, you were in Lowe's one day yeah. and you saw the sign. Like, yeah. I think that- I saw the sign, literally. Was, I was like, I am not happy. And that is so right. Happiness is doing what you love to do. And if you can do that, that's awesome. And so that's why- I, I do videography and I love doing it for couples and being able to creatively express myself. So, and what year did you start your video company? I think it was 2018. So, very like just my, the, my first job was, you know, you just got to step out and do it. So, I was telling my hairdresser, I'm like, I'm really going to start doing this business. And, and she knew of a girl that was getting married. She had a tight budget, so she was willing to take a chance on a, a new videographer. And so I, that was my first wedding. It was a free wedding for um, this wonderful, sweet girl, Michelle. And I posted that on the knot. And then from there, it was just I started getting wedding, weddings. And, you know, when I first started, I really didn't like I thought, oh, man, my wedding videos look so cheesy and horrible and you know, you self-doubt yourself a lot, but I would just always encourage the one starting out, just 
put your work out there, just get going. Um, you'll be surprised who likes it because you're your own worst critic. And so once I put out that free wedding video that I put together on the knot, it just snowballed from there. And here we are now, and I get to be a little bit picky and, and choosy on, on what I take now, which is great. Just the fine couples that ring true to what, what our vibe is and what our style is. And so you are the primary face for your business. And then right. your husband, Steve, I know he shoots some with you as well. And you all got married around the time you started your business. Yes. We, I really wanted to test our marriage and like start a business <laughs> right off the bat. So, uh, yeah, we got married right around, which was convenient too. Cause then I was looking at all these wedding vendors and I got to know them like through my own wedding, but yeah, so we started together and. Steve is a full-time firefighter, so he shoots with me now. When we first started, he shoot every wedding with me, which which was a lot because some some nights he would he would work the night before and he would get calls. You never know what calls they get. They get a fire or just med runs. But now, uh, just for the health of our marriage and for the health of his mental health, I have two other shooters that solely work for me. And occasionally I'll have some other friends that work with me that are just trustworthy people in the community. So I always let my couples know now when I get them on the phones, like Steve is always involved in some way, but I do have a rotation of shooters that are very trustworthy, but I am the main editor. I am the, the lead videographer. So the style remains consistent. It's not a completely new team. I, and I'm a real responsive person too my couples so they're never like it's not like those companies you see on facebook where you don't know who your team is and, and all that stuff so okay and so before we go any further if we have a couple or maybe um a mother or grandmother or friend listening today and they've heard of a videographer and they've heard of a photographer before share the difference in those two and why you recommend having both i've never I've shot photos casually, so I'd never want to sit here and pretend that I, I know exactly how photographers work and each person's different. But, you know, obviously photography that's photos and the big difference between photo and video is that video has that audio component. And I like to tell all my couples our audio, a lot of people think it comes directly from our camera body and it does not. Um, the camera, sometimes we'll do like ambient noise from our cameras. But the good audio of no background noise is going to come from our additional audio sources like lapel mics that we put on them for the ceremony and we plug into the DJ. So it's a little bit more complex than, than photo for, for audio purposes, as well as for video, you'll have stabilization. So it's not super shaky when you're watching it. Some people like that style. They feel like it's really organic and I guess artsy to have like the camera shake. They like the home video. Yeah, some people like that. I feel like it's phasing out maybe now. I don't see it as much anymore, but the past two years, I saw that shaky kind of video a lot. It just felt really organic to people, but we always like our things to be smooth. So we're on monopods and, and gimbals and things like that. Um, and then tripods for the ceremony and, and the um, reception. So with a videographer, there is more gear, there is more setup time as well. I don't feel like we're a super overwhelming presence or anything like that. We try to keep things as simple as possible. But 
That being said, when I meet with my, I meet with my couples about a month before the wedding and I let them know when we're putting the timeline together that it's going to take us about 30 minutes to set up your ceremony because we have tripods, because we have to put audio on people. And then I also let them know it's probably going to take additional 25 to 30 minutes to transition from the ceremony site to the reception site. Whereas photo, you know, they have their cameras around their necks. Yes, they have times where they have to change out their batteries and cards, but we have just more stuff to move over. So all those things are just a little bit more complex. The photography, photography definitely has their cons as well and their difficulties that they face. So just saying that, I'm not saying that you know, our job is more important or anything like that. I think everyone's equally important on the day. Also with videography, we have to make sure our footage in camera is as good as we can get it. Meaning sometimes with photography, they can take a blue photo where video you have to use Calvin, which makes it either warm or cool. And you have to adjust from outside, inside, shade and whatnot. Um, because when you go to edit that footage, it won't bend and go back to the color that you want it. So all of those things you have to have to learn, you have to adjust to, and you have to be ready for. Also, another big thing is that photographers will use flash in low light situation where videography, we can push our ISO to bring in that light as much as we can, but we do have to use lights occasionally. And, and that is why it's basically our flash, like how photography has flash. We'll use lights um, when it's just too dark. So okay. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot. It's it's different. It's different. And like, even when we're with the couple and with uh, the bridal party, you know, a photo takes a second to take where video, we're going to want things to last about five seconds uh, for a clip at times. So just things like that. We just try to tell our couples, have fun in the moment, keep having fun in the moment, just so that moment lasts a little longer for video. So, okay. And so a lot of times when I meet with a couple in the beginning stages, we'll talk about a venue, we'll talk about a date. And then um, usually one of the first vendors that I recommend that they book is photography. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we'll usually talk about if they want a videographer. And so there's usually one of two answers. Yes, we want a videographer or we would love to have a videographer if it fits into the budget. So I feel like couples either book really far out or really close to the wedding. So if videography is something that is going to be important to them to book at the beginning, are there any questions that you recommend that they actually ask their photographer as they're looking at photographers to make sure that photographers are used to working with videographers? Um, how do you normally work with a photographer on the wedding day? I think all photographers pretty much should be team players, you know? So if a couple really wants videography, I feel like the common photographer would be able to work as a team player and, and whatnot. Um, what I like to do, if I know, obviously, I always work with a photographer, but I like to reach out to them before the wedding. And like that month before meeting that I've been telling you about, I like to have the photographer, the planner, and the couple all on it. Because even like, you know, if I just talk to the photographer, it's nice to just kind of like fill in some misconceptions about what we need on the wedding day. And also to see what is the photographer's style, because I, I want them to succeed as well. And so if their style is a little bit different from ours, um, which, you know, photography is going to be different, 
I want to make sure that they have time to do what they, they envision for their style to succeed and for the couple to have just wonderful photos that they want. So yeah, I try to like have that meaning. I think communication is very important. I think everybody should make time for it just to get to know each other. And even still, if you don't know, if, if you already have worked together, um, still have that meaning because this is a new couple and just kind of to set those expectations of what they want. And there's always something said in that meeting that none of us knew about that the couple will just bring up. And it's like, oh, it's so good to know that. But yeah, it, it, at most days when everybody can just, you know, uh, work as a team, put our egos aside, that's when things really succeed. And, and those meetings are so important also just to establish like how much time I need because photo will do their poses occasionally, you know, I'll need them to do some additional stuff. So I always encourage about like 10 extra minutes if there's a video team, if possible. So we actually, um, we've met with a, a Kentucky wedding videography group that I just started. We had our first meeting and most of the videographers request about 30 minute portrait time, if possible. I know that seems like a lot, but it helps where people don't get stressed, where the couple can relax more and they don't feel like they got to rush their photos and video time. And the photo and video team both feel like they, their needs were met where they can please the couple. Because the wedding day can get very stressful and you want to kind of like ease things up on the tension there and not rushing so much and try to be more present in the moment. So on a wedding day, how long are you usually on site for? Okay, so I used to do, uh, a lot of people get like, they're like, how can you do this, Kelly? But I used to do six, eight, 10 hour days and I just do full day coverage, capping it at 10. It's not that bad to me. What I get stressed about more is being at a wedding and only having six hours to get everything that I need to get. And then getting that email before the wedding and then everything being really crunched in for me to get everything the bride and groom wants. So I'm, and then I'm just such a, a sucker that I'll stay longer anyway when I would offer the, and I, and I don't nickel and dime my couples, you know. So anyway, I do the 10 hour day for each package, but my edits um, build upon each other within each packet. So, yeah. What is your turnaround time for video? Because I know that video is almost always going to be longer than photography. Yeah, it's ours is eight, 12, but I have eight to 12 weeks, eight to 12 weeks. Okay. But I have recently increased it to eight to 14. And the reason for that is that I felt myself really, not that I did a bad job and super rushed through things, but with editing a wedding film, you're trying, you're sitting there and you're really contemplating what their vibe is, who they are, what that day was, because it's just not a simple cut and dry thing every time. Sometimes someone's a party thing. Like I did an ice house wedding and they partied and it was fun. But it was not super like dramatic and emotional or anything like that. They loved each other a lot, but their love was more like I, in my questionnaire. I'm like, is your, are you quirky, fun, uh, sentimental, things like that? I have them ask and they just put fun and dancing was like really important to them. So their wedding film was like a, a star off dance film. Um, just a lot of fun. And then I'll have people who do letters and, you know, they're real emotional in it because that's who they are. They're more sentimental like that. And so 
each film, when I sit down and edit it, it's going to have a different vibe. It's going to have a different song. The songs are going to have different beats. And I want to be more creative and try new things in my film. So that's why I've increased my time because I don't want to rush. And I don't, and when it comes down to it, I don't think the couples want me to rush their edit as well. They Absolutely. want me to take yeah. their time and to get it done. I am not out here playing around, you know, my, doing, you know, going out shopping or when I'm like working. So the turnaround rate is simply make why I made it longer. It's just so I can spend more time on their film. Not so I can goof off and like have more vacation time. <laughs> have you ever actually counted how long, how many hours you spend on editing a single wedding film? No, I'm terrible at counting. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, when I first started doing it, it would take me much longer to edit simple things. But once you've been doing it for a while, you get quicker and you kind of know what you need to pull. If I sat down and just fully folk, it, it takes me a while. I would say maybe like 72 hours wow, or something like, or 40. I, and it, it just, it really depends. It depends on the edit and the style and uh, it, it takes a good amount of time. So when I sit down and edit a film, what I do initially is upload all of it, which takes a day to upload all the footage. And I save it on multiple hard drives and I upload it to a cloud. And then I save the cards now. I used to not save the cards. Now I just do that too as an extra precaution. Mm -hmm. And then I categorize them all to like ceremony, everything. They have each their own category. And then I'll do typically a little teaser. And then once I do that, um, I'll pick a song. A song, picking a song can take a day. I would, yeah. I have trouble picking a yeah. song for like an Instagram reel. So I can't imagine picking one for someone's wedding film. Yeah. And then you try to like, uh, you try to like match the notes where they blend together um, as well. So I've had had it happen in the past, which is, which is okay. I normally just pick the songs. I know some videographers will send a couple song choices, but normally I pick them and they're fine. But whenever a couple had, this has happened to me a few times. They're like, can we change the song? I'm like, whew. It's not, that's not a bit, that's not a simple change because you have probably, especially people know now, because when you do TikTok, you want things to appear at a certain moment and the song escalates when she comes down the aisle or something like that. So if you just change it up, then you've got to change the duration of your clips and all that. And then color grade again, takes a while. So there's this, there's a lot and stabilizing it if you need to stabilize it. And yeah, there's just a lot that goes into it. So you start talking video terms and it's literally a different uh, language. (laughs) Talk to me a little bit about pricing for videographers in Lexington. I feel like starting out ranges are probably the 1500 and then it can go up to the five to 6,000 range. Right. Yeah. So my first wedding was free. And then the second one I charged, I think $800. -hmm. And then it went up to... $1,750 $1,750 or something like that. And then you just keep increasing it as your technique gets better um, and more people know you and you're more reliable, you know, you're known as a reliable videographer and you know your worth and you test it out. So, yeah, I think a beginning videographer is going to be around the 1500 2000 range. And I know that's a big 
price. I remember it wasn't too long ago when I got married and that that is $2,000 is, is pricey, but you have to also think of 25% of that is being taxed for them. So, and if they're wanting to do this full time, it's really nice when people can do it full time because they can give your films the best effort and they're fresh and they're giving it a lot of quality time. So it is a good investment when you start putting more money down on your video also they're more seasoned and they've been they've experienced I've experienced so many scenarios now and I know what to do and what to be careful of and look out for I would say a high-end videographer in Kentucky is going to be around 4,500 to 5,000 if more if not more I do think like the Kentucky area probably caps out around what do you think 5,000 yeah yeah so I know like there's a, a Scott Film Co. He's about 5,000 plus. So very good. Here I am advertising other videographers. But he he's so humble and he's so good at what he does. He does a lot of Nashville weddings. He does a lot of destination weddings. So that's a lot of reason why he probably is. His skill is amazing too. Unscripted same. They travel a lot, but they're 5,000 plus. And these people totally deserve that um, that range. We're starting out at 3235 and that seems to be a good price range for us. What do you think the biggest misconception is about video from a couple? I, I think sometimes it's a letdown when we're assuming that we're just an add-on or that it's an easy thing to do or that we should be cheaper than photo or other people. Um, because videography is very complex. I know many photographer friends who are like, oh, I just will not do videos too stressful and I just, you know, can't do it. Um, and then there's a lot of photo friends that have crossed over and they're doing an excellent job, but they, they do know it's, it's quite, quite the thing that to bite off and do. So it's just, it's a more complex thing. And I think it does deserve some res respect, you know. I think everybody deserves respect, though, in the community. Wedding vendors are amazing what they do, and it's quite the thing to, to do. We do have a ton of really great photographers here. We have many less videographers, and so I feel like you book up much sooner um, than photography, but just because there's so few of you. Looking into 2023, 2024, um, I think you said you had one date left for this year, maybe in June that you wanted to feel. Yeah, well, June 24th has just opened up. So yeah, we have that one open. And then we actually have an October date that's pretty popular. I am full. I'm kind of full in October, but I just love October weddings. And it's always great weather. So October 15th is also available. Oh, that shocks it, me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, every other weekend, that's the only weekend I have available in October. And okay. then, so this, those two dates, and then I, I'm pretty capped and full. And then looking into 2024, have you started booking for it? Yeah, I have started booking for that and got some inquiries. So, but not, not full yet with 2024. Okay. But yeah, there's some spring dates. And I think my biggest advice to couples looking to book a videographer would be when you do love the videos that you see on social media and you see on the websites, and when you reach out to the local video companies or any video company is to ask who is going to be the videographer there on the day of the wedding, who is going to be 
editing my video um, because often that is not going to be who you think it is. It's not going to be maybe the owner of the company. It could, and they may not even have videographers assigned to your wedding until they book that wedding date. So I think that's one of the benefits of a couple going with Kelly Joy Films is it's actually Kelly Joy there on the day of the wedding and it's Kelly Joy that is editing the video. Yes. Uh, I think there's this company called, is it Tomlin? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Tomlin. And I don't feel bad name dropping them because they've left a lot. I have a few brides. I booked one from there and they just left her high and dry and not given her money back. So you have to be aware of those companies. If it's too good to be true, unfortunately, there's probably something a little amiss with them because I would have those types of companies in my inbox asking me days before this wedding if I can film for it. And that that's scary. And I don't think a lot of couples realize that those companies are doing it. So yeah, when you're booking a videography company, ask them who are these people? What are their names? Where are their faces? Because if you if they can't tell you that, then it's likely that they don't have those people ready yet to film your wedding. And they're trying to make a buck off of you. And they will pull in anybody that is available regardless yep. of, of their, their skill, skill set. set. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Yeah. So the videos that they're showing on their sites and Facebook are the good ones that turned out, but who knows how many ones they have that it was someone's first wedding and they filmed it and there's lots to learn and you can tell in your, in your video. So, yeah. so that's just a, uh, oh, I don't really want to end it there, but we are yeah. going to. I just want to be aware. Yeah, just beware. That is something that, you know, Kelly and I have talked about a lot. I've talked with other uh, videographers and other wedding vendors about that because it's the same for um, photography companies as well, unfortunately. So just be aware of who you're booking. Always feel free to ask as many questions as you can. If it seems too good to be true, that means it's too good to be true. Yeah, and so. go with Sarah Burton here. She can give you lots of great advice and help you not get trapped by these schemes and things like that. Yes, so. I'm the one over here fuming, and I I completely understand your frustration. So, Kelly, thank you so much for joining thank us you. today. It's fun. Couples can find you on Instagram, your website. Um, I'm sure YouTube, TikTok, all the places, Facebook yep. that. Um, there are videos and sneak peeks there yep. that they can watch. Yep, and it's Kelly with an IE. Oh, so yes. You're lucky. Yes. Kelly with an IE. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Thank you so much, Thank Kelly. You. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.